Welcome to your football fantasy. Oh, hey everybody. Welcome back to another Tuesday episode of your football fantasy. You know, if you are anything like me and your teams are anything like mine this year, you just keep fucking losing regardless of all the effort we put in. It just never pans out. I am going to need a huge game from both Julian Edelman and Kenyon Barner this week. That's right, Kenyon Barner. Otherwise, I'm going to be sitting at 0-4 on the week, losing to both of my co-hosts. Hopefully, Saturday comes around and I can pass out some shots rather than take them. But look, win or lose, guys, we keep trucking along. That is the name of the game. And here we are again on another waiver wire day. So let's get into it. Who do we go after? We know week nine is the big buy week for your fantasy football teams this week. We got six teams on buy, including the Giants, the Bengals, the Cardinals, the Colts, the Jags, and the Eagles. There are definitely some fantasy studs on those teams, guys, you need to replace. If you've got Dalton Wentz, Locke, Barkley Mixon, David Johnson, maybe Marlon Mack, uh, even Leonard Fournette, who's likely back after this bye, folks. Uh, if you've got OBJ, uh, AJ Green, Boyd, Hilton, Jeffrey, Evan Engram even after last night's big game, Uzama, Ebron, Ertz, all these guys need to be replaced this week. Hopefully you've got a little bit of room on your roster to make some of these waiver wire pickups that I'm going to throw at you. I'll give you a couple of guys at each position this week because you're bound to need somebody somewhere. So here we go. Let's dive right into it. At the quarterback spot, the most obvious option is that would be Fitzmagic. He's back, baby. Look, I made a trade on Saturday to get Jameis Winston to beat the big whiz. Uh, I didn't like my Case Keenum streamer option there, and I went and got Winston in a big trade, and he fucking flopped. Of course, another one of those things, but that's good news for Fitzmagic. He's back. He came into the game with less than a half to go, and he threw for uh, 11 for 14, 192 yards, two touchdowns. Guys, he came back with a vengeance and fucking got it done in there. He's already been named the starter for next week. Go pick him up. You know, both of these quarterbacks have looked pretty good. Winston has also looked a whole lot worse, though. So maybe it's Fitzmagic rest of the way. We'll see what this coaching staff wants to do. Here's another name for you, Derek Carr. Derek Carr had a 250-yard, three-touchdown game this week. I don't expect that to be the case all the time, but this coming week, he gets San Francisco, which is one of the worst defenses in the league. They gave up 250 and two touchdowns to Rosen last week. You know, if Rosen can go 250 and two, you got to imagine Carr on a similar team can do just fine. Look, San Francisco's given up multiple touchdown passes in all but one of their games this year, and that was Josh Rosen's second ever career start. So I feel good about Derek Carr, who is a serviceable quarterback when he's got time in the right game against a bad team. This is the one. Maybe somebody worth streaming. If you've got to stream a quarterback because you're missing yours, today's the day to go pick him up. Don't wait for Saturday. A lot of people are missing their guys. How about the running back position? Same team, and this is going to sound really ugly, but it's Doug Martin. Okay, I know I told you last week that Doug Martin was a smokescreen guy. Avoid him. But look, he got the bulk of the work 
in this week's game, and he was okay. He ran for five and a half yards of carry, had 13 carries on the game. Yeah, they were playing a bad defense, but look, San Francisco, like I said a minute ago, is a fucking bad defense. San Francisco's given up the fifth most points overall on the year, averaging two touchdowns to running backs on each of the last five games. Will Doug Martin get both of them? Not necessarily. Richard's getting his too, but Richard's probably owned in your league. Doug Martin is probably available in your league. Martin did get own the snap count here, 56% to Jalen Richard's 44%. And he got, like I said, got a lot of the work on the ground. So maybe we're throwing in this week if you've got bye week needs. Another running back that I want to look to and I know I'm saying this prematurely as the Monday night game is just now beginning as I'm recording this, but Kenyon Barner has to be somebody that you look to if he plays tonight, if he gets some work tonight, and if he looks okay tonight because James White's the only running back on this team. That's not going to change between this week and that week, uh, next week. So we'll see how he does, but he gets the Green Bay defense next week, and the Green Bay defense... Uh, while they seem to be getting a little bit better, they've given up 70 yards and or a touchdown to running backs in six of their seven games this week. Week four versus Buffalo is the only time they didn't do that, and Buffalo was just throwing the ball in every play. Uh, multiple backs on the same team have gone for at least 70 and or a touchdown twice in the last three games. I don't know how Kenyon Barner is going to be used, but if he gets any work, if they give him any confidence, if Belichick rolls him out there at all as the next man up, which is what he is known to do, then you got to think Kenyon Barner has a good opportunity not to go off, but to get you 70, maybe a touchdown, and that's decent as a bye week filler. Let's look to the wide receiver position for you guys. Uh, another guy that I claimed as a smokescreen last week, that was Devontae Parker. Yeah, he was at the smokescreen position last week. I know he went for a hundred, over a hundred yards this past week. Although you got to remember that fifty yards of those came on a play where the ball bounced out of Joaquin Grant's hands. That's my starting dynasty wide receiver, Joaquin Grant, did not get those points. Devontae Parker just happened to be in the right place at the right time. But you know, still 130 yards or so. He's a bad receiver. He had a good game, and he gets the Jets this coming week. They suck. They're getting torched for multiple touchdowns to receivers by everybody that's not named Turd Biscuits in the past few games. So expect the Dolphins to be able to get something going, whether that's Osweiler or Tannehill next week. And as beat up as they are, Devontae Parker has no choice but to be on the field. Another guy that you should go pick up, and this is a little bit different. This is a a waiver wire guy that you should spend fab on today, like a lot of your fab on today, uh, but you may not even be able to play him this coming week. That's Kiki Kuti. We talked about it on the Saturday show a little bit with Bullfrog. Uh, Pick him up now ahead of his return from injury. Okay, Will Fuller is not coming back. He's done for the year. He's not the only wide receiver on IR for that team already this year. Uh, this is a offense that is quickly getting a lot better. Kuti's role was increasing anyway, becoming more of a focal point for Deshaun Watson. And now, without Fuller on that team, you have to imagine he's going to get a lot more looks. We don't necessarily think he's going to be pushed to the outside to play that same deep ball uh, position as Fuller did. But more targets have to go to this guy who's earning the trust of his quarterback on a team that's getting really good. Now, 
for this week. If you're desperate and absolutely fucking desperate, I mean, maybe Sammy Coates or Vincent Smith are worth having on your team. I don't know that I would necessarily spend some fab on them right now, but they might end up being somebody you can stream out there in the position if you need it after uh, after tonight's waiver ads go through. Uh, do keep an eye on the news coming out of uh, Houston there to see which of these two guys looks to be getting more work. Smith has more work over the course of the year, but I mean it's like four targets to two, and Sammy Coach really fills that fuller role better than Smith does. So if somebody's got to go deep, we know that Sammy Coates can do that. He has been successful before when he was a stealer. Let's look at the tight end position. I've just got one name for you guys here. Only 1% owned in Yahoo. That's Ed Dixon. This week was his first week back from injury for the Seattle Seahawks. Caught two passes off two targets, 55 yards and a score. I know Nick Vanette, you know, I was high on him early on when he started getting that opportunity there. But Ed Dixon is the guy that this team brought in to be their stud tight end. Let's not forget what Jimmy Graham did on this team last year. If Ed Dixon can show some of the athleticism that he's shown in the past and manage to edge Vanette out for snaps and targets, I think Ed Dixon has the potential to be a top six or seven tight end for the rest of this season on a team that knows how to use the tight end. We'll see kind of who ends up winning that role, who edges out who, but the Nets had it for a while now and not really done a whole lot. So let's see what Ed Dixon can do. Let's see what Russell Wilson can do finding Ed Dixon. All right, I'm not going to waste any time with trade targets this week. I'm not going to waste any time even with smokescreen guys this week. Uh, This week is really all about find somebody to fill your buy roles. I gave you a few of those at each position. Let's look really quickly here to the Thursday preview. So we can get out of here and back to your day. Look, we got the Oakland Raiders traveling to San Francisco to play the 49ers. If you have the option, maybe just sleep through this game. Don't need to watch. It's going to be some fucking ugly football is what I'm saying. Uh, We've had some good Thursday night games. And this one might be a good game because you have two pretty fucking bad teams playing against one another. But there will not be good football play. This is just going to get... Uh, pretty ugly. However, there are some guys that you can start if you have to. Again, we know that you're thin because of buy, because a lot of guys are sitting there with injuries not playing right now. So if you've got to start somebody, there are a few that you can think about doing. Like I mentioned earlier, Derek Carr is start worthy against the 49ers. Okay, uh, Jalen Richard and Doug Martin, I would consider starting either of those two guys if I had them on my team this week because of the just putrescence that is the San Francisco 49ers defense. Lastly, Jared Cook, just the way that he's playing. He had, you know, he's a target leader on the team last week, first week with Amari Cooper off that squad. So we'll see if that continues. Nobody else really stood out. I think he had double the targets as any other wide receiver on the team. Uh, Jalen Rashard had more targets than any of the wide receivers as well, though. And I don't know that a wide receiver is really going to step up and take on a role, but if Cook can get it done, start him. Other side of the field here, Breed is a must-go against a really bad run defense in Oakland. I know that Oakland's been pretty stingy against the tight ends, but you can't sit George Kittle. Same thing. Kittle leads the team in targets. He's 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 kind of the go-to guy for Beathard right now. I would not throw Beathard out there. He's been bad, but he can probably sustain a tight end. It's what he's been doing. Uh, so go ahead and roll him out there. I would start any anybody else on this team. And again, if you can avoid these guys, please... 
you know, consider it because this is going to be a bad game with bad football, a few big plays, and you might want to try to capitalize on them, but ouch. All right, guys, my prediction for the score of this game, Bullfrog did not pitch in, so I'm the only one you got going going for you here. I do think points are scored uh, just because of the awfulness of these two defenses. It's just going to be really unpredictable where they come from. Maybe Cook, maybe Burita, right? Uh, so Oakland, 27. San Francisco, 21. Oakland takes this game going away against San Francisco has proven to be probably the worst defense in the league, uh, even though Oakland's putting up a run for that title as well. All right, fucks. Uh, that's it. I'm going to go watch this game. I want you to go desperately claw to find somebody to fill in your gaps over this week and scrape like a fucking kidnapped victim to get yourself back into your league, into playoff contention. I'll be doing it over the next five weeks or so. Anything you can. Don't give up. Never quit. It's never over until the playoffs kick off. All you have to do is get in the fucking playoffs. Good luck to you. And uh, fuck off. Thank you for listening to another episode of Your Football Fantasy. Do us a favor by subscribing on Apple Podcasts. Like, follow, and share our Facebook page. And leave reviews everywhere to let people know just how much you love us. We'll see you back next week to make more of your fantasies come true.